everyone, and welcome into the Sports Plus Podcast. I'm Corey Miller, and this week we're going all blues. This week's Sports Plus Podcast episode will be our first Chasing the Cup episode with myself and Hannah Yates talking about the Blues' first round Stanley Cup playoff matchup with the Colorado Avalanche. So here's the first episode of Chasing the Cup, which you can also watch on the Five on Your Side YouTube channel. Hello, everybody. I'm Corey Miller here with Hannah Yates for our first episode of what we're calling Chasing the Cup as the Blues are going for another Stanley Cup championship here in 2021. Not sure how often we'll be dropping these, but uh, we're going to try and keep you up to date on everything happening with the Blues in the postseason. And Hannah, uh, it's a postseason we didn't think would the Blues might not get here at a lot of points in the season. They finally made it. A lot of high hopes in the beginning, just sneaking in as that four seed in the West. Right now, as we sit here, is, is this a successful season with the Blues just getting to the playoffs? Or uh, does it feel like it should have been a little more exciting along the way? I think that there's definitely some room for more excitement or positivity at times, but I do think that it is a good stepping stone, just given what they had to overcome to get here. There was a lot of adversity that they faced this season in comparison to seasons past, just in terms of injury and health things alone, all of those issues that they've been able to overcome. It seems like almost every guy on that roster was either hurt um, or just having a health issue at one point or another. So for them to overcome that and get here, I think is huge. For sure. Uh, along the way, a lot of times I know a lot of us even here were pessimistic the Blues would end up making the playoffs, but they did. They got Colorado, tough test, President's Trophy champs, uh, best record uh, in the West. And we got to start with the biggest news as the Blues get ready for their series to start on Monday night. They're going to be without their top point getter in the regular season, David Perron. He's on the COVID IL, still kind of waiting, but from everything you're hearing from the team, I don't think we'll be seeing him at all this series. Uh, just how big of a blow is this? I mean, it's huge, right? And this is someone who not only led the point in teams, uh, led the team in points rather, but it's really, he did all the little things. They think he's a big leadership role in that locker room. Also on the ice, he's just one of the vocal guys on that team. And that makes a huge difference uh, for all of the players out there. He's that motivation. Ryan O'Reilly referred to him as the heart and soul of this hockey club, which I think is huge. Um, So to be missing that is tough. I know we don't know all of the details. The NHL is super strict about what they release when a player is put on the COVID-19 protocol list. So yesterday, Craig Bruby would not confirm whether or not Perron has tested positive for the virus. Uh, so if he has not, maybe there's some hope that he could return sooner rather than later. But like you said, we just have no idea at this point. It, the Blues now have three guys on the COVID IL with Nathan Walker and Jake Wallman. And even Ryan O'Reilly said, yeah, we're thinking about it a little bit. We're a little bit nervous and hopefully nobody else has to go. It's tough. So on top of those three players who are on the COVID list, you always have a decision. It's game time decision for Vince Dunn and Vladimir Tarasenko today as well. And I'm sure we'll dive into that, but that's five players that the Blues could be without in the lineup tonight, heading into game one. It's just tough. It's tough for minutes. It's tough for team chemistry. You're having to mix around the lineups at that point. Um, So maybe some guys who haven't spent a lot of time on a line together as well as defensive pairings if you miss a Vince Dunn. So it's just tough overall. I think uh, yesterday, while recording this uh, on Monday before the Blues play, I think on Sunday they had Schwartz and Chen skating with O'Reilly on that first line, I believe. So there should be some good chemistry there. They should be able to keep it up. But Ryan O'Reilly's going to miss his buddy David Perron out there for sure. Here's what he had to say about the Perron absence uh, in media day on Sunday. Um, yeah, obviously it's frustrating. And, uh, you know, he's in protocol and such. But we're uh, 
Yeah, he's he's a heart and soul of this team. You know, he's you know phenomenal player, and I played played with him. I think most time I've been in St. Louis, and uh, yeah, I relied on him a lot. So it's you know we'll see. Obviously, uh, you know hopefully we get through fine, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating. So let's talk about the Blues opponent here briefly, the Colorado Avalanche, Presidents Trophy winner, as I as I said, one of the best teams in the league, one of the fastest, most skilled teams in the league, and their best player has had some concerns as well, Nathan McKinnon. He did practice. Looks like he's going to be in the lineup. I mean, it's kind of a whole different team with or without Nathan McKinnon on the on the ice for the Avalanche. He makes a huge difference. So he primarily centers that top line with Miko Ritten and Gabriel Landeskog. And when those three are flying together, they combine for 70 goals in the regular season alone. That's 70 goals in 56 games. So I think people underestimate the impact of what that can do for a team. So obviously it would add a lot if he's back in the lineup projected to be back after that lower body injury, like you said, but only time will tell. So maybe that would be a positive for the Blues if he would miss some time or not be playing to his full potential. But it looks like he's ready to roll tonight. The Blues, just watching the game, seemed like they played Colorado tough during the year. The record didn't necessarily show it. They were 3-5. and five. They just got six points off the Avalanche in the regular season. But those matchups I liked a lot better than the Vegas matchups this past year. Just give give Blues fans some optimism here that they're playing Colorado and not Vegas in this first round. So I think that those are two entirely different teams. The difference with Colorado is they're not a super heavy forechecking team. So that plays to the Blues advantage because that is the Blues identity when they're on their game. And so Colorado is one of those super quick, young, speed teams. They're going to play that young kind of run and gun game where it's just back and forth on the ice. And when the Blues try to catch up with that and play to that, they just can't. It's not their identity. So that's kind of the weakness there. But if the Blues do come out and play that heavy forechecking game, which could be helpful having guys like like Clem Costin and Nico Mikkel in the lineup, some of those bigger bodies, then there's an advantage there. That's how you slow that speed. And if the Blues play that way, I don't see them really having any issue uh, putting up some numbers against this team, wearing them down. And there is a lot of optimism there if they do play to that identity. Muck it up a little bit, uh, make it nasty there in front. Don't let the Avalanche get out uh, fast. And I think they've got a decent chance. Although uh, you included this in your story last night, not a whole lot of optimism outside uh, of St. Louis when it comes to the Blues in this first round, is there? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's kind of tough, right? And there's there's a lot of negatives there as well, just different things that are going on. But um, yeah, I mean, we've touched across the board just on what that could look like and, and moving forward for the Blues after the first round. But I think outside of that, um, yeah, I, I do think that there's some positives though. The analysts, I forget, I've seen a bunch of different, graphs and charts or whatever giving the blues like a six percent chance to win in a, <laughs> the first round so uh not a lot of money probably going on the blues out in vegas but uh, never count them out and we know all it takes sometimes is a hot, to get a hot goaltender you can go on a run and jordan bennington has been hot late he's six zero and three in his last nine games with a nine eighteen save percentage i mean we've seen him do it once in 2019 uh he said famously we're coming he's the one leading the charge what are the chances he goes on another stretch like that? 
I mean, I think the chances are good. If you have a goaltender who has experience winning a Stanley Cup, then I think anything's possible. That's why Marc-Andre Fleury, that's you, that's the reason why you didn't want to face a Vegas, right? That's the reason why people don't want to face a St. Louis Blues team because when Jordan Bennington is clicking, he's clicking. And going off those analytics that you mentioned, Colorado having that 85% chance to win because they were 5-3 and three against the Blues during the regular season. If you look up at the goaltending matches uh, throughout those eight games, Jordan Bennington only started four of those games and granted it was tough he only posted a 909 save percentage during that time span but the Blues have still yet to face Colorado with a full healthy team and they won't be able to do that tonight either but I think that's the optimism there is they they faced this Colorado team but there's been different players missing at every point so you really don't know what you're going to get in this series. I'll tell you I'm never going to doubt Jordan Bennington I think he's I think he's shown us that so Hey, he gets hot, Blues could go on a run. Let's uh, wrap up this first episode of Chasing the Cup. Some predictions, so maybe we can look back and say how smart we were, or if we're wrong, we never have to discuss it again. Um, hey, and I'll go with you. You start, and then I'll give mine. Give me your one guy that's got to step up if the Blues want to get past this first round. And what's your first round prediction here? So how about we go, can I give one person that's going to step up offensively and defensively? Because I That's think good, I like that. So on the offensive side of things, I think Jane Schwartz has to step up in this series. This is someone who's struggled to get on the board during the regular season, but for whatever reason, he was referring to himself as a gamer recently in some of the uh, post-game press conferences because he turns his game on in the playoffs. He's just a completely different animal. Um, we saw him thrive last season in that first round. So I think we're going to see that from him, hopefully, fingers crossed, this uh, series. So I'd like to see him step up. And they think defensively, you have to have Colton Preco step up. He's been battling injuries. He's been up and down with his game because of that. But if you don't have someone stepping up defensively against this team, you're just going to fall apart. So I think those two players are key in this series. And just making that prediction there, um, I, I've been struggling with this, Corey, because <laughs> I don't see it going more. I don't see it going all seven games. But at the same time, that means that the Blues would have to beat Colorado in less than seven games. And I also don't see that happening. So finding the middle ground, I will go seven games and I will choose the St. Louis Blues. There you go. I like the positivity. I like the Jaden Schwartz pick, too, because 2019 regular season, Jaden Schwartz, almost nothing. Then in the playoffs, he shows up and he outperforms his entire regular season total. So we've seen he can do it. He's done it before. He can do it again for sure. My guy is Mike Hoffman because I don't think we've quite yet seen a hot streak like this guy could get on. And they're going to need it, especially if Perron can't play in this first round at all, which it certainly looks like. Hoffman's been in the doghouse with Ruby. We know that. He's not the most defensive-minded guy. But you set him up there on the point, give him a few uh, snapshots there to try and get going. Uh, I think he can get hot. I think he could carry a team offensively. And I think that could propel the Blues uh, through the first round. Although, I'm going to throw a, a bucket of cold water on, a, on our uh, Blues Fest here. I don't think it's going to happen in this first round. Just, wow. You know, Coming in you hot know, with this. You're going to get a lot I, of hate on social media. Hey, yeah. that's all right. I hope I'm wrong. Honestly, I really hope I'm wrong. But just watching the Blues, they've obviously been better down the stretch. But just how much can they take in adversity? We know adversity has made them stronger. But at some point, there's a breaking point. I mean, just listen to the guys yesterday. Yeah, they're upbeat. But you could tell. They're bummed that that Perron is not going to be playing. Uh, it, was, it was pretty evident. So I'm going to have to go abs and six. Um, I, I hate myself for it. 
And hopefully they prove me wrong. And then I won't pick against them again the rest of the way because they'll prove me wrong. Uh, but I, Colorado is definitely the better team on paper. That doesn't always uh, work out as we've seen in the, the Stanley Cup finals or the Stanley Cup playoffs. Anything could happen. Uh, but I think there's just too much working against the Blues in this first round. So I got to go with the safe pick and, and side with the analysts and take the avalanche. All right, I think that'll do it for this episode of Chasing the Cup with Five on Your Side. For Hannah Yates, I'm Corey Miller. We'll be along for the ride with you as the Blues go on a run for another title ever long that lasts. And hopefully I'm wrong. <laughs> We're talking well into May. See you, everybody.